الحمد لله نحمده واستعينه واستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا من سيئات اعمالنا يحيلك لا مضل الله وما يضل فلا حدي له اشهد لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا ان الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين هو الذي جعلنا مسلمين the translation to english more or less the praise is to allah and we thank him and we seek refuge in allah from the evil of our deeds and our sins and whoever allah guides nobody will misguide them but whoever allah misguides they'll find no one to guide them i bear witness in open testimony there is none worthy to be worshiped except the one and only true god the god of abraham and moses adam and jesus and muhammad peace be upon them all and this god has no partners he is alone one and i bear witness in open testimony to the prophethood of all of the prophets since adam and noah and moses and david and suleiman and jesus the christ and muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam peace be upon them all ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا او يو هو بليف تتقوا في الله اند سبيك ا ورد اوف تروث ذا بريز از تو الله ذا ون هو ميد اس از ذوز هو ار ان سبميشن تو هيز ويل اون ارث از ات از ان هيفن مسلمس ان الحمد لله وي ار ان ذا مانث اوف رمضان And Allah says about this in the Quran Ya ayyuhallazina amanu kutiba alaykumus-siyamu kama kutiba alalladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun Ya ayyuhallazina amanu those who are believers Those who are the believers in the monotheistic faith, kutiba alaykum, ordered and ordained and written from the word kitab, same root, written and ordained for you is a sound, fasting, abstaining from food and drink, as it was ordained for those before you, that you may achieve taqwa. And so today we want to talk about what is this word taqwa. And I left it in the Arabiya. Many times in the English translations of Quran to the meaning more or less, it will say something like piety, righteousness, but that really is not the root in the Arabic. There is no actual word in English, so we took the meaning when we use these terms. But in Arabic, Arabiya, the meaning is actually to put something between you and something else. like a hijab between you and something so when we talk about taqwa it's taqwa for Allah and it's meaning because of our sins our shortcomings that we need to fear Allah so sometimes it says ya ayyuhallazina amanu taqullah fear god oh you who believe fear your lord fear god but again it's not exactly the same thing You have to fear what's going to happen to you if you don't repent. Yes, naturally. But what is this word taqwa? The ulama, they said, the scholars of Islam told us, it means this hijab or petition between you and the khadzab, anger of Allah. 
put something between you and the punishment of Almighty God. Well, what would that be? And if you say, well, wait a minute, how am I going to do that? Like, Allah sees everything. He hears everything. He knows everything. What, what could, <laughs> I can't hide from Allah. And of course we know that. That's not the meaning either. But it's to fear what you've done and repent for it to attain salvation. Taqwa. Now, how long have I been talking about taqwa? And we still didn't get all of it down, did we? Ask your imam later, did he cover everything about taqwa? He said, no, he didn't even get close. There's a lot, a lot more. Mutaki, mutakiin, this big, big word. But for sure it's mentioned in this verse when it tells you that you've been ordered to fast so you can achieve taqwa. But is it the first place it comes in the Quran? La. Actually, it comes in the very beginning of the Quran when you begin to read, Allah explains to you what you're going to read, what it is, what it's about, what's the purpose for it, who will benefit from it, etc. And very beautiful words. Listen. And the meaning to the English more or less it says Alif Lam Mim. This is the Kitab, the book wherein there is La Raibati. No doubt. Other people are doubting about this or that about their book. Maybe it said this in the other language in the original manuscript, blah, 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 blah. It's not our point. Allah is telling you, this is the book wherein there is no doubt. La Raibati. Huda. What is Huda? Hidayah. Guidance. Eh, dina Saratul Mustagin. Guide us to the straight path from this same root. This book is what? A book of no doubt. Anywhere in it, and it's a source of guidance for who? For who? The mutaki'in. You want to be guided? You want to know what the straight path is? You want to know what salvation is? You want to know how to get to your Lord? You know how to get to the Jannah? You want to know how to avoid the fire? All of this is going to come from what? Hidayah, Huda, and it's only Huda for the mutaki'in. Those who have this piousness, this righteousness, or what? Petition between them and the God of or the anger of Almighty God. Many people ask me, Sheikh, can you tell us how we can give da'wah to the people? There's many people here in Ohio. There's many people here in the United States. Many people in the West. They want to know what's Islam. And I'm sure if they knew the real truth, the real Islam, they would love Islam. They wouldn't hate Islam. They wouldn't be against the Muslims. They would be for it. Because they would see the beauty. They'd see the truth. And they'd say, oh my God, this is what the message was from the prophets before. I know they would like it. But my... My English is so poor, and I'm also not very skilled at arguing, and I don't really know how to present, but I know that if they just know this truth, many of these good Christian people would understand that we're as close, we're as close as, what? And remember what the Habashi said in the first Hijra? Remember that? When they were confronted, the Muslims had seek refuge from the Christian king, and the bad people had come to try to lie against them and say things and accuse them of being idol worshippers, like people accuse us today. They accused them of speaking harshly against Christianity, like people accuse us today. They accused those early Muslims, they accused them 
of believing in other than Allah, of believing in some false gods, and insulting Maryam, the mother of Jesus, peace be upon him and her. They accused those early Muslims, and they wanted to kill them because they were from their country, they were going to get them. But look what the Christian king said. Tell me what is it that you have? And he read to them from the Quran the beautiful verses about Maryam, who is the best woman that Allah said he ever created. And her child, the miracle birth, Mu'ajizah, which is the Christ, which is Jesus. And when he heard the verses, he looked at the liars, and he looked at the Muslims, and he took a stick and he drew a line in the dirt, and he said, the difference between us as Christians and them as Muslims is no more wider than this line, the width of this line. We're this close. And when this Christian king died, and the news reached the Arabian Peninsula, and Muhammad wasallam, the last prophet, when he heard this news, what did he do? He said, this man was Muslim, and he made dua for him in absentia. Yes, he did. So how can we get this message across to these people? What can we do? What can we say? Taqwa. The same word. Because if you have true taqwa for Allah, He is the one who will guide the people, not you. The biggest problem in the world today, we said every Muslim country is having so many difficulties. Anywhere there is a Muslim, there is a problem. Even non-Muslim countries. France, for instance. The girls can't even wear a scarf on their head. I guess unless she's Catholic, because that's what their religion is in France. If she's a nun, it's no problem. But if she's a Muslim and does this, okay, this is a religious article, get out of here. What's going on with that? And why aren't the Christians defending those who are so close? And then the brother said to me, you know what? In every one of the countries also, the Muslims are not following Islam. They're not having any taqwa. In front of Allah, they drink alcohol. In front of Allah, they smoke cigarettes. In front of Allah... They're taking drugs in front of Allah. They're gambling and they're dealing in haram, forbidden things. No taqwa. And I said, do you think there's a coincidence here? Why Allah is letting us be punished like this? And the fact that we're also having no taqwa? Oops. It's no coincidence, is it? We're the world's fastest growing religion in spite of all the horrible things that are happening. When you find people coming to Islam here in Ohio, and they're saying... You know, I know how to read and write. I see what's going on in the newspapers. I see all of the attacks coming against us as Muslims. But still, I recognize the message of Islam as being the truth, and I'll take it in spite of all of the damage that will come to me from where I work, from my own family, from all the people around me, from the newspapers. Still, the people will come to Islam because it's Allah who guides, not you. Does this make sense? What am I trying to tell you? Ya yuladina amanuwa taqallah. O you who believe, have taqwa for Allah. Wa kulu kawlan sidiga. And speak the truth, even if it's against yourself or your family. You have to tell the truth. This is what Allah said in the Quran. Why do we bother to read the Quran in the holy month of Ramadan when we don't even pay attention to the first ayah? You say, I get ajr, but you don't even reflect on the meaning. You say, I get reward with Allah, but the Prophet, peace be upon him, he told us that for the one who cannot control his tongue, and he can't control his hand, he can't control himself from doing evil things during the month of Ramadan, then for this person, he doesn't need to fast. 
And he doesn't need to stay up in the night worshipping Allah because all he's going to get is hunger and tiredness. May Allah guide us. And may Allah put us on the right way. And Allah give us the tawfiq, the success of having this taqwa for him and him alone. Ameen. Inna alhamdulillah. Inna alhamdulillah ilubdil alameen. Wa salatu wa salam wa rasulullah wa kareem. Wa ala alihi wa sabiha ajma'een. Fa'ina istaqo hadithi. Kitabullah. Wa khayru hadi hadi muhammad sabbullahu alayhi wa sallam. وأشروا الأمور المتفاتحة وكل المتفات الجدع وكل بنت الدلالة وكل الدلالة في النار ما بعد The praise is to Allah And the best The best speech The best words Are in the book of Allah And the best following is to follow the prophet of Allah And the worst of all actions Is the innovation That people add To the deen of Allah because these innovations are a misguidance. And all of the misguidance is astray. And all of being astray is into the fire of hell. And may Allah save us from that. Amen. I left the word in the Arabia. For those of you who are first timers to visit us. And you're listening and you're going, what the heck was that? What, deen, what is deen? As I left the word taqwa untranslated till I could tell you what is it. In the English translations it will tell you religion. There is no such thing. We Muslims do not have a religion. Do not translate the word deen to be religion because then you mix everybody up from the beginning. The word deen is mentioned 2,000 years ago in the Bible. And they didn't translate it then because it's still left as it was in the original. They brought it to English as the meaning of the word from the Aramaic language. It's in the book, in the New Testament, in the Injil, the Gospel, in the book of Acts of the Apostles, when Saul, who later became Paul, he said he used to persecute the Christians unto death. But that's not the word used in the book. It doesn't say Christians. It says the people of the way. Ahudim. The people of the way. And in the earlier English translations, they put a capital W so you'd know that was the proper noun and understand that was the name they were called. And even he says later, Paul tells them later, they were never called Christians until they went to Antioch. So this word deen didn't mean Christian for sure, but it also doesn't mean religion for sure. Because Allah tells us in the Quran, when you're arguing, even with an atheist, do atheists have a religion? No. But when you're arguing with them and they are giving you a hard time trying to play with your mind and all the rest of it, what did he tell you to do with them? Lakum dinakum waliyadeen. To you, your deen, and to me, my deen. So if you're talking to an atheist, how do you say religion? So again, that's not the right meaning. What is deen? Way. Way. It's your way. Everybody has a way, don't they? Most of them are misguided in their way, but everybody has a way. And there's only one way to Almighty God. And it's the way that Adam talked about. It's the way that Noah talked about. It's the way that all of the prophets, Moses, David, Suleiman, and the Christ, Jesus, peace be upon him, and Muhammad, sallallahu they all said, you cannot go to God except by this way. The English translation of the Bible still says, no man cometh down to the Father but by me. In English, in the Aramaic, 
you'll find that it's essentially saying the same thing. Nobody goes to Almighty God except by this deen. Because he's not going to accept that you make up a religion and then he's going to take it. It has to be what he ordered, ordained for you. For sure the only deen, the only way that Almighty God is going to accept is the one he ordained for you in the first place. Follow the commandments. How many times did Jesus say this in the New Testament? It says, you have to follow the commandments. You have to love the Lord with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul, but you have to follow the commandments. I'll quote you something from the English translation of the Bible and let you think about this when you're talking to the non-Muslim Christian friends of ours. Because this is from their book, and we believe the same thing when it comes to this. Matthew 5:17 in the English it says that Jesus tells them, Think not that I came to destroy the law and the prophets, the Torah and the message of the prophets. I came not to destroy that, but rather to fulfill it. And not until all things are accomplished shall a single jot, dot, iota, depending on which translation you have, it be in any wise lessened. And whoever breaks even the smallest commandment and teaches this, he'll be the least in the kingdom. But whosoever keeps these commandments and teaches this, he's going to be the highest in the paradise. And not unless your righteousness exceeds that of these Pharisees who are trying to run the religion now in the temple. You've got to exceed theirs or you're never going to make it to paradise. And who was he talking about? He wasn't talking about atheists, was he? He was talking about the hypocrites. The hypocrites. And he described them how they come out in their robes and their gowns and dress in front of the people and when they're fasting. Because it mentions fasting in the Bible, by the way. They fast so that people can see them put ash in their face like, Oh, I'm so pious. Look at me. I'm starving to death for God. They want to be seen in the streets as praying so people notice them making their salah in the streets. That's what it says in the Bible. You see a comparison here? I want to end with this. If you see people in a ship... And it's slowly, slowly sinking. And you would love for them to come onto the ship that you have that's in good shape. But they've been raised on that ship all their life. That's all they know. What will happen if I tell them, get out of your boat and come over here? Jump in the water and come over to me. Will they do it? Maybe one. Maybe two. Maybe three. But the thousands more will stay. Because this is where I'm comfort, man. i got a comfort level here. I'm okay. It's not really going to sink. Or it probably won't sink in my lifetime. Or whatever. But I'm not going to leave what I know. This is what I know. I don't know what you have, but I'm okay. Leave me alone. Am I right? So you want to help them. But will you benefit anything by shooting at their ship and trying to put holes in it? You say, I'm only doing it so they can realize that their ship is no good. They need to come get in this ship. But if they see you shooting at them, what will they do? They're going to shoot back, aren't they? And then the very thing you were trying to help them get to, they're going to run away from. Please. You became anti-dawah. And that's a word I'll have to just translate quick because we're out of time. It means invitation. The true invitation to Islam is not done this way. Please stop debating with these people about their book. We believe in their book more than they do. The original... It's a condition of belief. If I read the rest of the ayah, you would have heard it. If I read the rest of that verse, that you have to believe in what's being sent to Muhammad and what was sent down before. Hello. All you're doing is putting a bigger distance between us and the people who are supposed to be like this to us. SubhanAllah. You want to help them build a bridge to their ship that they can walk over on. The closest to you in belief, Allah said, 
are those from the Christians who stand in the night and they cry and they beg from their Lord. Subhanallah, what are we doing? We're the two huge giant groups on the earth. The Christians, one and a half billion on the one hand, and the Muslims, one and a half billion on the other hand. What would happen if we keep going like this? There won't be any earth left for anybody. You have to stop. You say, but he did this and he did that. You sound like children. What is this? It's not a game. You have to be patient. Allah is with those who are patient. Taqwa is not based on you being tough and mean. This is not strength in Islam. The Prophet ﷺ said the real strength is the one who can be patient in these times of trials and tribulations. And may Allah give us the sabr, ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the Ramadan from us, ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wake us up to the meaning of this message before it's too late, ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us, ameen. And may Allah guide those who are trying to be close to Him, ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give an awakening to the Muslims to come back to the true meaning of La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. May Allah guide us in Islam, ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring the beauty of Islam to all of the creation of this earth. Ameen. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasan wa tulakirti hasan wa kinna dhabam nar. Rabbana la tusid kulubana bada idha daytana wa hadlana mila dunka rahma inna khantu bahab ameen. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انا خامد المجيد امين